0: Welcome to Frendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Frendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. The one downside of working for yourself is that you miss out on water cooler chats in the office. I mean, technically speaking, I guess at the moment, many of us are missing the social aspect of working, but in normal times, there is that part of our work that forces us to interact with others. Not all of these interactions are great. Trust me, I've worked in office settings and there were a ton of personalities I could have done without. There were also some amazing people that I met and am still friends with today. The same goes for online creators. I'll speak for myself in saying that I started my gig in my apartment in Malaysia with a camera and that's about it. It was literally years before I met another creator in person. Those connections have been so important to me over the years. There were people that held their cards very close you know, afraid to share. I'll never understand that actually, to be honest, because there's enough pie for everyone. But that's a conversation for another day. Because on the other side of it, there were those people whose energy was so infectious, and loving and kind, that true friendships formed. And I feel so lucky to have met these amazing people and that we get to bounce ideas off each other and support one another in a space that is new and constantly changing. Two of these amazing people are Laura and Josie from the Gigi Sisters. If you know these women, then you just know what I mean. They are bright, bubbly, loving, supportive, hardworking, strong business ethics, and just all around amazing women. Laura and Josie are actual sisters who became known as the Gigi sisters after they co-founded the Glamagal Kids Spa in 2006. They started their entrepreneurial journey out of their parents' basement with an $80 investment in some children's bathrobes, nail polish and bath bombs. Today, Glamagal Kids Spa is a well-known brand with multiple franchised and virtual locations across Ontario. With their business growing and thriving, in 2015, these two sisters saw a need to share the real behind-the-scenes look at the life of franchisers, entrepreneurs, and moms. Laura and Josie created the Gigi sisters' social media channels, showing followers glimpses of their daily family and entrepreneurial life. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. It was effortless. It flowed beautifully, just old friends catching up. Like, Can lockdown seriously be over so I can enjoy a coffee and talk shop in person with these two already? Welcome to the podcast, Gigi sisters.
1: Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us.
0: I'm so glad you're here. Um, it's always tricky because you're like, okay, do I interview just the one or the two? But you guys are like, you're an awesome set. So I've got to have you both here today. So I'm really pumped about this conversation. And perhaps what I'll do first is just let you guys introduce yourselves a little bit and tell me what you're up
1: to these days. Okay. So Josie, get started. Okay, so I'm Josie. <laughs> I'm the younger sister of the Gigi sisters, I always love to say that. Um, but yeah, so what am I up to these days? I'm a mom of two boys, so these days I've been a goalie. <laughs> I'm doing play doh recipes, um, you know, trying to fit in at least one or two things, trying to send an email, even though it takes a couple of hours to get through that during the day. Um, but yeah, that's that's you know, the days are differently different every day. That's that's what we're up to right now, is just and trying to navigate through every day. <laughs> yeah. And how old are your boys? So I have the little one, Alessandro, that's three, and then my older one is eight. So keeping the little one out of the older one's cool. room, schooling when he's online, that that's been my challenge of the day. Wow. And no something kidding. magical happening, right? Mm-hmm. In the school room that like he just always wants to go in there to, he wants you know, to be to be. So we're just doing every activity we can think of and we're sharing them with our community. So we're helping other people keep busy as well. I even babysit him virtually. Oh yeah. Uh, Josie will be like, read a story to him and then I'll take, just so she can take a break. So I'll get a story and read it and like talk to him because just, she just needs that half an hour sometimes to just, you know, it's Just whatever. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I do that. I'm, I'm I'm am I'm a book reader now too. <laughs> Virtual best book best auntie ever. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm Laura of the Gigi sisters. I'm Josie's other half, and yes, I am the older sister. Um, and for those of you who are just listening, Gigi stands for Glamagal, which is a brand we created way back in 2006. Um, and then, you know, five or six years ago, we decided to show the ins and outs of our day-to-day lives on social media. And we created the Gigi Sisters to show people the real life stuff. And it's just getting more and more real every day, especially with this pandemic.
0: Absolutely. And you have a daughter and how old is she?
1: So Ella just turned 11.
0: Amazing. So know
1: that stage, right, Amanda? Mm. With- we do. One.
0: I know Esme yeah. only just turned nine in December and oh, she's already planning oh, like what she, she wants older. because she looks older and she puts a little makeup on. She's, you know, yeah. There's that point where you like they're little, they're little, and then they're just racing to get bigger. Right. And you're yeah. trying to catch up. And it's just, it is a time. It is a time. Oh my goodness. Well, we go mm-hmm. back quite far. I, I don't remember exactly when we met, but it was definitely like in my early days having been back in Canada. Um, I found that you guys have just done social media in a way that, I mean, I couldn't even define. People were like, hey, you know the Gigi sisters? What are they up to? I'm like, I don't know. But whatever they're doing... (laughs) there's a little magic to it. Right. Aww. Um, and I find that you're both like the real deal. I mean, what you see online is who you guys are in real life. And I know I really appreciate that because you meet all different types of people with different intentions in this space. And Absolutely you just don't know exactly when you meet folks, but um, you guys have really created something special on your platforms. And you've mentioned the Glamma Gals. So you started this brand a few years ago. We've talked about that, but maybe just as an overview for people to get an understanding of where you came from.
1: Of course. Of course. So uh, back in 2006, I love how you said a few years ago, let's say 15 years ago, <laughs> Dang, we started a kid's business that years later, we turned into a franchise. Um, At the highest point of our franchise career, we had nine locations across Ontario franchised um, brick and mortar where we basically helped build them up, train the staff, train the franchisees. And our brand was going like amazing. And then, yeah, the last few years, not last few years, the last year the pandemic hit and we are down to three stores open and one virtual. Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah. Three and, three, virtual. Yeah, three they, and one virtual. Sorry. They're dropping like five. It's the really three bad and the one virtual store. so yes, the last this last year we've just been there to support our franchisees, see how we can continue to rebuild our brand and pivot. And pivot during this time and adapting to, you know virtual and different things that um, that can keep the little ones busy and also just a way to continue our, our brand, not let go of it. And, we're holding on, tight. on tight we're holding on it's a roller coaster and i'm sure you feel that too amanda with everything right you're like yes i got this and then oh my god what's going on right
0: mhm absolutely i think you the word pivot i mean you guys have done this exceptionally well i mean from the outsider looking in right i mean from yes. what the reality of a pivot looks like is very different but i recall you going from this brick and mortar business to then you know showing up online and becoming this go-to for women, you know, definitely in the area that you live, but in Ontario, you're like this go-to powerhouse dynamic. And then most recently you started the media group, the GG sister, the GG media group. Tell me about this. This is very interesting to me because I follow you guys there as well. And I love the information, that business element of it.
1: So two years ago, we started the Gigi Media Group. We were literally on a road trip to Atlantic City. It was me, Dave, and Josie. And we would get DMs of people like, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? Or like, oh, I had a complaint from a customer. How do I deal with it? And it was really hard for us to kind of be like, answer everyone and give them the one-on-one. So we realized, you know what? We need to create something where all of our expertise is in one hub. Whether it be social media help, whether it be my husband with his Facebook and Instagram, analytics, SEO. Um, so that's how the GG Media Group was formed. And then, you know, over the years that we created such great relationships with brands, um, you know, one or two brands were like, you know, you guys know a lot of content creators. Could you create a, an influencer campaign for us? And we're like, Of course we could. Like, we know how to do it because we've been in it. Like we did it for Glamagals, right? So we kind of took everything that we learned over the years and just put it all together and bringing through everything we offer yeah so it's 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 a small scale boutique kind of company where we do work with some you know bigger brands but we also work with some startups and actually that's where I love I love the startups that we work with giving them advice one-on-one mentorship that's, and, I, and I think that brings us back to our roots of glamorous yeah. too because when we started up we didn't have have that have much. Anyone. there wasn't you know the presence of social media as there is now and we didn't have anyone so having being able to help people like that now yeah um it really brings us joy having think, their back having their backs giving the advice that we wish we had and yeah that's where, that's where we are that's the gg media group so it does a little bit of everything
0: i love it because It is something, you know, when you're starting out, when you're starting a business or you're trying to create a presence online, there is just such this hunger for growth and exposure and you're just trying to get your information out there. But if you can come at it from creating this like solid foundation with tips and tricks that make sense because they're logical and you're not you know, giving away the baby with the bathwater kind of thing. Like you're you're figuring out smart ways to do it and you're supporting people. I mean, it's such a wonderful thing for your community. And I think that that's something I see as a big takeaway for what you guys have done. Like you just keep building upon this really great foundation and you keep surprising me i'm like look at what are they doing now like this is
1: awesome (laughs) some days we're making pasta and some days we're signing big brands for campaign like it's just it's it's one day the business it's it's a mix of everything but like you said it's building off our foundation yeah you nailed that really is.
0: I really appreciate that probably for my own personal reasons, because having been in the space for a long time as well, it's, I've never been able to niche, like just talk about the one thing. I'm like, I have too many opinions. I have too many things I want to talk about, but also I just have a lot of interests. And to just be one thing, I think is almost more difficult, you know, to like only create food content, for example, you know, my goodness, how much, you know, that is so overwhelming to me where to build a brand off of you, right? Like it's people are drawn to your energy, to your stories, and they just kind of gobble up whatever it is that you're putting out there in a way, but there is intention. It's not like you're just throwing stuff out there. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And hopefully this works. You know, I feel like the undercurrent is this community element, like... Uh, I, I guess I'm jumping ahead here. I'll come back to some questions I had before, but like you have this extremely interactive community. Um, How do you how do you keep them so engaged? Is there a secret sauce there?
1: I think just showing them our day to day, like everything, bringing our mom or Nana Vinci, showing them like it's like a reality show. And I honestly feel that with your stuff too. Like it's like a reality show. Like when Dean comes in, or when something's happening with Esme, or school with Jack, like. You want to know because now I'm invested in your family and your story that I want to know, like, how are you guys doing? What's next? Like, that's why I always click the follow button for you because it's a reality show. And I feel like that's why people come to us. I, I think that's exactly We're all it. characters in our in our own lives, but right? And we're also responsive to our community. So like we like to, they're like our friends, right? If they're writing to us and they're taking the time to ask us a question, we're there to answer it. And, and I think that's a great part of it too is being being there for your community you know not just you know don't ignore things show them that they're important as much as they see that you're important to them and the good stuff happens in the dms and like amanda like that's one thing we respect you for is both you and dean respond to every comment every dm and there's people that we have relationships with online too and then you recon like you'll keep sending messages and i get it you're busy like i'm not going to judge anyone but like when it keeps happening and you don't respond back it's like Now I can see where the the disconnect is with other accounts where I see you as successful, your brand, because of the connection, it's real. You're taking time uh, at night to respond to everyone just like we are. And that I think is the best, the most important part, the DMs. Absolutely. And
0: you know, this is like a little love fest right now, but it's that thing that you guys, hold on, is like there is also that element of, this you know, business element, like we are not just in it for ego. Um, right, because if I was, I would look way better most of the time online. I'm just <laughs> saying Girl, <laughs> me too. there like would have been some concealer people. every few days, you know. Um yeah. but it's You're when you say you know, community to me is everything, and that's what it that's what you're doing when you keep showing up for people. Like I've often been saying lately, like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore because this it is so messy and the world is so confusing, but I just keep showing up because. I said I would. And so I'm there and it's, you know, the conversations. And I always remind myself, like, there are people who are living just like me right now, who are feeling the stress of the world or just trying to start a business or, you know, interact with their kids, be a good partner, hang out with their siblings, like all of these things that just make us normal people. And that is really what connects you to your community, right? Did you know we've released a shop where you can support Friendo? Check out HelloFriendo.com and explore. That's H-E-L-L-O-F-R-I-E-N-D-O.com and shop mugs, shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more. We're constantly adding new goodies for you. Your purchase directly supports the show and the work involved in creating it for your ears. So thank you. Check out HelloFriendo.com. All right. Back to the show. So I guess, um, jumping to the, like the next one is I, uh, I actually just got off the phone with my sister and that girl makes oh. me laugh, but I'm like, we might be two samesies to be able to work together. How do you guys manage to work together?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's you a know, good day. You know what uh, we always say? We, we, we talk things out. Right. We always, you know, if we're going through an argument or something that we don't agree on, we talk in a I always I always message you first to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Laura's the first. And then but we listen like, you know, we're sisters. We have our fun <laughs> times. We we take each other's advice. You know, it gives us two different perspectives with business stuff as well. There's someone always there to hear, like if I have an idea or she has an idea, we, yeah. we listen to each other. If it's not a good idea, she'll tell me and I won't like be really upset because it's my sister. So we'll listen to it or vice versa. Um, but I think communications are number one thing and yeah. listening to each other. Listening, definitely listening. listening and setting certain boundaries. Like there'll be an afternoon where she'll just not respond. And I know that she's blocked me because she's like, I'm not, I'm you, taking man. my time away from you. <laughs> And then I'll be on, um, and then I'll try her son's, like, i iPhone email. I'm like, Marco, can you tell your mom to call me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? But we, sh- we she knows to do that so that it doesn't get to the next level. Um, And like I said, she's home now with the kids. So it's hard for her to do certain things. So, you know, we she'll do things late at night for work. And I'll do it during the day. I'll be like, okay, I'll get this deadline for this franchisee or this client. Can you just do that at night? So we, we're trying to help each other out through this um but yeah separating our roles our duties like our our, our roles yeah. and you know just being there for each other and I think that's something you know, as young kids, we used to argue all the time and Yeah, I was my parent, My mother we still can't believe we were together yeah. in business. Like you hated each other. We were, we were. You know, we were the teenager. Like she was three years older, Laura. But we would always argue over that stuff that teenagers would argue over. And she and stole we, my car. Yeah, the car stealing. Yeah, her car. And then I like I basically almost like killed her in a Tim Hortons parking lot. Yeah, forget those <laughs> in front of all of her friends. They're all scared of me till this day. <laughs> till this day they all know Laura, <laughs> Laura can be. Upset. Like you, yeah, it was scary as well. But you know what I I think once we got married and then you know we we went through different things. We our, our father passed away at a young age and our family just became even closer. closer. Yeah. And um just really always going back to how important life is and you know, don't don't think of the little things, you know, we're healthy, we're we're alive, or you know, think of the positive. I yeah. I think that helps us through our little arguments too is always yeah, we always to think too like what would dad like our dad. We're like, would daddy want us fighting about something stupid like this? And that's how we kind of deal with what we what we have to deal with if there's a fight or something, but yeah, this past year has been hard, but we've had each other's backs and that's Mm. all that counts.
0: The communication, the boundaries, the knowing, like, you know, having just started, I mean, I say like started a small business with Dean, which we did, but also he's been doing this thing with me for years, which, you know lately with him being home now, it's really like, okay, I need to do this today, you know? And then tomorrow you can do this. And I laugh when you say like, you know, you block her because I'm pretty sure Dean's unfriended me on Facebook, like 1200 times. I'm like, we're married. (laughs) Like I'm in the other room. Like, I just can't look at you on Facebook, which like, I'm not even on Facebook, but anyways, but you know, it's like just figuring out this groove of when you can- you know, I can do this today, but I'm not gonna be able to do this tomorrow. Like you need to sit with me and figure this thing out. And, um, but having those things that ground you outside of social media, you know, this is where it's so fun. Like you're saying, it's, it's like, um, a reality show, like seeing what is important to you guys outside of the posts and, you know, the, just what's good, what's important, what, you know, you do when you're putting that phone down and knowing that you have this very rich, full life outside of social media yeah. is very, it's very enticing to watch as a, as a consumer of content, because you, you know, you, I feel like a lot of people will message me and you probably get the same thing where they think that their lives are not as exciting or that they could never pick up a camera. Cause like, well, what do I Always. do all day? Always. Right. And I'm like, Always. what do I do all day? Like, yeah. I just figured out how to edit something. That's the only difference, right? And it's Yeah. Just being able to pick up that camera and show up, and I suppose there's that other element. You know, we talk about having boundaries with being sisters and working together, but also, um, do you ever find like that there are times where you need to just take a little break, put the phone down, um, not create? How do you handle those moments? Yes. Yeah,
1: so today, today we, was one of those. <laughs> we just didn't create. We just shared other stuff that was happening. We're like, we just need a break because Josie said it too. She's like. Sometimes we find ourselves that we could be annoying. And so then other people might think we could be annoying. Like we're in, in our. We break from us. <laughs> I, think, I think people need a break from us because we're finding ourselves annoying. Right. So, right. And we're just like, we're just going to chill today. And so we do take those like afternoon breaks and we'll just share other stuff happening if we get tagged on stuff. Um, But we still show up a day or, you know, the day after. But I think that we need to have those breaks where we're not it, I don't feel like we're on though because I just feel sometimes it's just so natural like we're just talking it just seems real so I don't feel like we're on but sometimes we just need to because the noise outside of the world right now it's a lot right yeah sometimes it's just hard to pick up and and show something. like and we do show like our hard days and and the good days but yeah, like Laura said we just today yeah the day
0: I was, well, it was a full moon yesterday. So it could be just the remnants of it. I don't know if you think about that stuff. And it was a big one. It was like a pink moon or something. I don't know. But my friend's having a baby. So I'm all like, I swear to God, the full moon is helping you bring this baby earth side, you know? Um. But it's it's something to just put the phone down. I've been trying to do this on the weekends, like just kind of share a few things here and there, but like just walk away and it's harder to put it down than you think because like you said it's so habitual to just pick it up and share but like you sometimes i'm like i have talked about this one topic enough like i don't even want to hear about it anymore yeah are other people annoyed probably you know
1: <laughs> like <laughs> you're in your head mm-hmm. all i do is talk about this or like how much laundry i have or you know sometimes yeah. do else is there to show it. it's also the same thing every day sometimes that we're doing or sometimes if you get a little political, right? Like for all share a point of view about something happening right now, you know, and we love all the opinions in the DMs and we can agree to disagree in different situations. But sometimes that takes a toll too, because it's so much energy to have a conversation on a certain thing with someone in the DMs and you don't know their intentions either. Right. So sometimes it's just like, I'm not going to go on social media because I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. I'm just going to stop right now. Right. So. Absolutely. And you know, sometimes those breaks help
0: fuel the creativity that we need in order to continue to show up. So, you know, something that is always very exciting is you both seem to just be up to many different things. You know, I remember back in the day you were doing the Facebook Lives, and you maybe you're still doing them. No, no, I was like, I don't think so. I'm like (laughs) a mouth moment
1: until of the Gigi Sisters until February. (laughs) I noticed that we were. I I haven't Uh, done Facebook. Well, I think people have moved from Facebook. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's Instagram and TikTok. Certain
0: platforms tend to get a little negative and I feel there's a little bit too much toxicity happening on that platform. So like for personal things, I look at it, but I mean you've done the lives to engage your community, you know, you're doing the reels, you're having fun, you're doing uh, I love the, the business. Oh, right. You're doing the business side of things. You know, what inspires you to keep creating? Well,
1: you know what? I, I think it's our community. I think that, you know, yeah. seeing people know if we're giving them a tip and it's helping them. Or if I'm sharing, you know, my grease shirt and blueberries all over the floor that my toddler made, well, that made someone feel good because it happened to them. Yeah. Um, I think that inspires me to keep wanting to share more. And, and I don't know. yeah, I when someone comes in the DMs and says, thanks to you, I had a good day because of what you posted. I didn't feel alone. Okay. Like that is our kryptonite. Like that is like, okay, this is why we're here. We don't want people to feel alone. We want them to feel like I did a reel a few months ago showing my kitchen and how there was just different things all over the place. And I made it funny and I did like the level up song and I was like, this is real life. My candles are broken. This is what's happening on my kitchen in my house. And someone's like, thank you because you're not showing perfection. And I, I needed to feel okay because on social media right now, especially in our kind of cleat I don't want to say cleat but like our area yeah yeah here there's a lot of perfection and 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 it's toxic it's toxic for a lot of people because they think that that's normal and they don't know how to kind of distinguish the two and they they come to us because we're just a train wreck and they're like we feel better (laughs) you guys like yeah just don't worry you keep coming here we'll give you the real stuff right so that is what inspires us that we are we are not the perfect and they love. The mess that we 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 show that we have I think showing our our and like sharing that yeah I think that's inspiring and I think even just for the future our kids right like what are they going to think of perfect like I want them to see the reality like this is it I'm home all day we're doing we're trying to juggle all this stuff I have a laptop here something going on there And, and I think showing that is um yeah, yeah, we're paving the way for our kids, so we also need, we have responsibility here, right? So we need mm-hmm. to think about that. So if we don't make some waves in our own way, showing what's real and what's not, then you know it's it's going to be worse than it already is. I remember that
0: video because I was oh, like, oh see? my god, she had like a chip on the paint or something, and something see? wasn't perfect. Because I literally. Every, so I vlog my life on YouTube as I've done for a really long time. And I noticed that in the last, like, I don't know, few months, even almost every video I'm apologizing for the way that something looks in my home. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, Amanda, like, you know, better than this, but it's when you're constantly looking at perfection, and everything is perfectly white, and everything's like the brightness is to the max, and nothing. There's no dust bunnies or a spider to be seen in anyone's house, and it's like, what did I do wrong?
1: That's kind of the feeling, right? That's yeah. Like so, there's a like there could be a content creator saying, "I better clean my house before my husband gets home from work. It's a mess," and I'm like, "What narrative yeah, are you?" Doing? stop. Who cares if it's a mess? And you're worried about what you're And I'm like, that narrative is going into other moms who are at home saying, Oh my God, like my house is a mess. Like, do I need to like, oh, am I there? I need to this." Like, yes. It's just a very bad narrative that we, that, that's my biggest thing right now is to stop that crap.
0: Oh my God. I saw a video the other day of someone cleaning their baseboards. And there was a few yeah. thoughts that came into my mind. One, I was like, I don't know if I've ever done that. What's wrong with me is the second one. And third is like, put your damn phone down. Because obviously I was having this whole shame situation about how bad of a mom I was. When meanwhile, all I was trying to do was take like a 20 minute coffee break with my phone and feel good. Right? Right. And it's, I love that, you know, that concept of responsibility. And I feel that a lot with my daughter in terms of how I talk about myself, you know, how I show up without makeup, sometimes with makeup, how I feel about my body, how I talk about my body, but I didn't really think about it in terms of what is the message we're sharing about our homes. And it is a huge amount of stress personally that I feel because I bring people into my home so often. Um, into the depth of my unfinished basement section or, you know, and you're like, that. right. And, and, and that's sometimes I'm like, you know, if I was really in it for going viral or I don't know, like being this, um, what is it? Inspirational, aspirational, you know, I would have maybe looked at it a different way, but I'm like, it would have been a, a false setup. You know, it's not. yeah, And I, I really appreciate that message that you share because it resonates because we're not, you know, not everybody wants their life to look like the inside of a beautiful magazine. Some of us are, have different priorities. And I always say like, both are good in their own way. It's just, I find that one some one message is often louder than the other. Yes. Um,
1: and I think you're right. We need both. Like, I like the idea that I can escape and look at a pretty house online and be like, oh, I need that info. But the problem is, is when you have people that you actually maybe know or that they're attainable to know, and they're showcasing this life, that's when I think it gets toxic to other people that actually know that, oh, they're from my community. They live three streets away or in the next city to me, right? But if it's a star or something like that, it's a little different. I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying, but I just feel like that's, It does. Okay, good. And You're like a real person. Mm. Yeah. And I think you said it right, Laura. If you're looking to someone for inspiration, and I know we share this with our community a few times because we had people reach out to us thanks, you know, your hair is a mess. Your house is not clean. I feel like I'm like, you're in pajamas and it's two o'clock. I'm like, we're like that. And, you know, um, I think the more we uh, share with our community, if you're feeling after you look at someone's account, that you're feeling like you're not, up to that or you're feeling upset or whatever yeah. what the things you're, you're coming think, out of I reading? think we want to make an impact an impact yeah more than anything else and we're not here for the numbers or the likes and you know and that's and I'm okay with that whereas a lot of people may gravitate to the accounts that are perfection are fantastic in that way and you know they have a huge following so we're okay with being where we are because we want to make an impact we're not about the numbers
0: Yes. I mean, everything that you do screams long game, right? And Long. Yeah, I felt like that when I met you guys, I was like, Ooh, this is the real deal. I like these two <laughs> every time. And I, I always say to people, I'm like, like, if you know, cause we, we are in a like similar location and, and, Oh, do yes. you know these two? I'm like, of course I do. And I'm like, when you see them, you just want to go in there for a big hug because it's so genuine and you both offer so much love to other people. And you know, your audience feels it, which is why they stick around, um, and, and leave you such engaging comments and interact with all your content. And I feel it as a creator and I'm sure I'm not the only one, you know, in our circle that feels that love from you. Um, you know, are there things that you do? Cause I know that it takes a lot to output energy like that. Yeah. What are some things you guys like to do to just ground yourself? You know, if it's self-care things or just little ways to treat yourself.
1: So our family, we're grateful to have our cottage So taking a walk to the beach is our place. We could just on a, on a Friday or a Saturday, we can go at like four o'clock and stay there till nine. Just that is our, our chill. Being outside at the cottage with the kids and with our, you know, with each other, especially this year with, you know, families that for us has always been something very important, but just being with our mom. We may have broken some COVID rules by being together, but I'm all about our mental health is more important. Yes. So if that means that we're together, we're together, but like we're not, everybody else isn't with us, but we have to be together. And then of course, oh. watching Netflix, I've been able to catch up on TV this year. So <laughs> and that's good. an escape. So you say so you grounded and I oh. say escape. So to me, I think of it as an escape from what's happening. So I are I look forward to my escapes, which is the cottage or diving into my Real Housewives of New Jersey or a good TV show at night. That's my... I know that that's my escape. That's like my mini vacation, even though I don't have a vacation, but that's the vacation.
0: You need to have something. I got really yeah, into video yeah. games and I like have oh. a farm that I like play on my Switch. And pe- my kids are like, oh, mom's gaming. I'm like, yeah, got my coffee, do my thing. <gasps> but it just feels so good. Like I put everything down Ready? and I play this game and nice. I'm here for it. You need to have an outlet because you can't just be hooked up to the machine, go, go, go all the time. Like it's oh. just. It's not gonna work. It's um, not gonna work. I I don't want to end this call because I feel like we have so many things we could keep I talking know, I about. Like,
1: I feel like I love this conversation with so much.
0: I know. I just you know it's it's um I, first of all I just miss seeing amazing people like yourselves in real time. I mean. We were trying to figure out when the last time we actually saw each other was because oftentimes like creators, especially if you're in a similar location, like we're outside of Toronto, you know, you'll meet up at events and lovely things. And more often than not, the events are okay, but it's the people that I want to see. I'm like, who's going to this event? You're emailing. Are you going to be there on Friday? You know, like trying to figure this out. So one thing I hope is that when the world does open back up again, that, you know, we, we find a way to connect in real time. Cause we I'm will. like, this virtual stuff is not for me. Like, and I also, see,
1: I see Jean being good with Dave. Like I feel that they have same characteristics in different ways. And I see Esma, 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 Esma Anna, and Ella, just like Roblox hacking each other.
0: <laughs> you know it. I know. We were like, "How much money are you spending on Roblox a month?" Yeah.
1: Too much. Oh my gosh! Much, but I see it. We're we, gonna do we it. Need a Big meal. We'll all cook something. We'll all bring some, a nice something A nice family. A big family meal together. Yeah, come we'll to the, the cottage. We'll, we'll do that. We'll make our recipe. you yeah. make your focaccia. We're gonna and we'll we're gonna set. hold you to it, Amanda. Make us something delicious.
0: Yeah, I would love it. I know. It's just, you know, how much I appreciate those simple moments that of togetherness with people. I'm like, I don't think I'll ever. Say no again. Like, I'm always up for going out and doing fun things, but I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I would delay it. I'm like, no, not anymore. It's going to be yes every single time. Oh my goodness. So, right now, where can people find you? So, you're on Instagram, you're doing the reels. What
1: else are you up to? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at the Gigi Sisters or at the Gigi Media Group if you're looking for any type of business help. And um, we're on TikTok too. Yeah, we're on TikTok too. And that's a fun place to be. We, we're having fun on there. So if you want to see our dancing yeah. sessions and all that, just look there. Just look up the Gigi Sisters. We're, we're, we're like, we're everywhere. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: I think you probably have to start a podcast soon. That's pretty much like what's next.
1: I I we always, said we what always said It's been three years. And we're like, we'll do we it. We'll do it. Through. But like, we don't even know what to do. Like, yeah, no, it, I feel <laughs> like we need to commit. It, it's we a, to it's a to commit. commitment for us. Yeah. I think it's scary too, not knowing how to do it all, but mm-hmm. yeah, maybe we'll ask you for some consulting help. Some <laughs> help. I'm always
0: here. Well, it's those things, right? And this is probably what you find you're talking to your, you know, Folks that are looking for business advice and strategy, it's like, do you have to be everywhere, right? Do you have to be on every single platform? And the reality, no. and my answer is always no. Just be good yeah. at the things you choose to pick up and do, and just continue to show up. Don't do it
1: halfsies, you know. Yep. And there's something you said at a conference you were speaking at once, um, and I'll never forget it. It always stuck with me. You're like, just do it if it brings you joy, right? That was that was something you said, and I've always said that. Like if it brings you joy, then do it. And you're happy with it, right? do it. Cause people and feel that like energy. That, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like it's... Laura's memory is amazing. So she I remember seeing you speak. You were talking about YouTube. You were it was with Joanna. Oh yeah. And you were you were talking about YouTube videos and how to do them. And then you're like, when you're gonna do something, if it brings you joy, then do it. Yes. Do you that
0: effect whatever you gravitate to I, I actually, absolutely. I had a whole, we had a whole spiel we would talk about, but it's, it's whatever. Cause you know, when, especially when you're starting out, right. You're looking to, Oh, that worked for that person, that formula. Yeah. But the reality is, is you are you and you have things that you find interesting. And I could talk about farming simulation games on switch for like, till the cows come home, but not everybody else could, you know what I mean? So it's like, you have yeah. to figure out what, you know, brings, brings you joy and people gravitate to that energy. So Keep doing what you're doing. I have loved this conversation. Yep. This was awesome. And uh, for those here, listening, that's great. Go find them. Links are going to be below. You're going to love it. You're going to love all the things they share. So thanks, guys.
1: Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda.
0: Welcome, Dean.
2: Hey, welcome. We
0: always say that. <laughs>
2: i just woke up and i'm on only my 18th cup of coffee so i'm not quite ready
0: not quite ready i know i was like let's get this outro recorded because i don't want to be late tomorrow on my episode well the gg sisters
2: oh my god aren't they the best
0: it's so nice you know it's so nice to speak to other creators who are doing what i do because you just get it you know
2: yeah and they are like the OGs of, you no, know, I don't know what I just said, but.
0: Well, you know what it is? They're just, they're doing something that is very different to a lot of people that I own the space. Cause they come from that brick and mortar type of business right. and showing the behind the scenes of that. And, how they worked on that and it always surprises me when I speak to them that they're still working on that part of their business like Glamigals is still a thing and it's still happening and it's still successful Glamigals. yeah isn't yeah. that interesting
2: yeah they, they're real go-getters and you know I just talked to them yesterday about an issue with the candle uh, shop mm-hmm. and the merch shop and uh, yeah it was very helpful I'm working on you know it's good to have someone out there with that experience and they can give you that advice because they've been through it already rather than people that just watched a video on it. And then like, bah, 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 I'll tell you how it works. You, you need to have you know, the real McCoy in there to, uh, to help you with, uh, with, with a business startup. And, and they're the people.
0: Well, I find like, you know, it's- That sounds int-
2: like an advertisement for them. All of a sudden people are calling them.
0: Hey guys, uh, Dean
2: said that uh, you would help me out. And they were like, Dean. <laughs> What doing?
0: <laughs> well, I think, you know, being in this space for so long and I remember, so if we go all the way back to 2012, when I started my YouTube channel, um, wow, nine years ago. Anyway, when I started it a long time ago, I remember not having anyone to ask questions to. There weren't any creators that I knew that like had answers to anything, you know, because like nobody knew what we were doing back then. Right, And then all of a sudden as you start creating, you're like realizing, okay, you're less of an island. There are other people doing this, trying to make this work. You know, can we group our minds together and like get solutions to things and not be coming at this completely alone and i you know it's been an interesting experience over the years because i'm sure you've seen it being a bystander but like there are some people that hold their cards really close and don't you're
2: talking with regards to other social media creators like helping you and how open they are yeah oh my god oh yeah i'm talking like years who wouldn't
0: who wouldn't what
2: like i mean there's those people that I think when they get into this, there's a whole you know bunch of reasons why you want to be a social media creator, and sometimes I think when people have that little idea that's like, oh, this is so unique and whatever, they want to hold their cards a little bit closer, but it's kind of like as soon as everything can be copied on, you know, social media, everything, and it is
0: oh, constantly.
2: So I think the only way to actually, you know to kind of run a successful social media or have a social media presence a a positive one is to like just make your it about yourself right remember a long time ago there was some video or something but well a long time ago there was a lot of videos on social media uh creators and you know how to be successful at this kind of like there is on investments on Mm -hmm. tiktok and all that type of stuff And one of the advices uh, or one piece of advice they gave a long time ago is like create something that is you, that is Mm -hmm. uniquely you. Otherwise, it just gets copied and copied and copied. And I think, you know.
0: Right. So in that like... in that line of thinking, create something that's uniquely you, what you're passionate about. But there's also strategy and how do you implement certain things? I have this great idea. I can create great content. How do I actually work with a brand? Like what happens behind well, what the I'm scenes? I, what, what I'm saying is that... What I'm saying is like that stuff, that peek behind the curtain type of information yeah. is guarded quite closely and has been for the last many many years and it's you know you're only really tapping into that information if you know somebody that can divulge it or if you go to a conference now there's more and more industry around business coaching and helping people excel and realizing that like this is the new way of interacting with communities this is the way so why not Help people out a little bit because I do think that there's a way to be helpful and give tips without giving all of your secrets away. Not that there's really secrets, no, there's you know, there's not, I don't it's think just any
2: secrets. I mean, no,
0: it's like you're you. I yeah. mean, someone could try to recreate all the same content as you, but they're just they don't have that je ne sais quoi, right?
2: Yeah, I think the thing is, is that you know, it's so competitive now to want to be something. On social media but then that's therein lies the problems that people just want to get into it to just to be into it and they're not really doing anything you know like they're copying somebody else or their content isn't really like matching up with people's interests or whatever because they're like oh well somebody else is already doing that they've been doing it for you know how many years my point is I think that people should help each, each other you know but within reason like you can't expect to get into social media in my opinion and just like have like,
0: everybody tell you what to do and yeah like ride hey, other people's like coattails with
2: your with your mom and dad and you're 13 years old and you're like i want a bike <laughs> okay well go buy one you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like if people come up to you nowadays and they do you know, oh, hey, what do you, where do you get this and do that and whatever? And it's just like, yeah, no problem. I mean, you give a couple, uh, you know, answers out, like guide them a little bit. But, you know, you can't sit there and make somebody's no um, a business mm-hmm. or, or their social media presence there uh, for them. I mean, collaborations and stuff, all that stuff you've you done and do. But it, it you, you have to have
0: some work ethic and some grit.
2: You got to have <laughs> thank grit. You. some grit there, brah.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the thing is when you see good people making an impact, you know, you also kind of like want to team up and help them out. But then, okay, coming back to like. Well,
2: the Gigi sisters, like, let's put a cherry on that. They're just so incredibly open and helpful. But you know what? They're like the ninjas of, of. Social media business, you know they they've been through it, they've done that, and they're survivors, and you know they're really uh, connected people, mm-hmm. and uh, and they do a great job and put out a great product, and I think that they would help you no matter, you know, no matter what. Well, and a then
0: great... what I enjoy is the business, you know, work ethic that comes with creators, and when they really have an understanding of how to monetize, like I really respect that side of a person's goal setting. Because I think that people can get a little bit muddled. And you see it with children, for example, in how they interact on social media. So referring to like, you know teenagers and things when they're on social mm-hmm. they there is that endorphin hit that comes from getting likes getting views we all feel it it feels fun right you put something out there and you're like damn look well, at all I the thousands of views on days, that so... yeah you do
2: oh well, occasionally i do but not
0: and it's nice it's like well how come that photo did well and that one didn't right there isn't really a rhyme uh, or a reason i don't it wake just up in the of...
2: morning and hope that i got you know (laughs) oh I got a like for that picture of a squirrel
0: right (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I just watched the scariest squirrel video on Instagram this morning story for another day um yeah, but
2: save, save that one for the next episode <laughs> hey ladies and gentlemen
0: <laughs> this was this episode comes to you anyway well, the whole thing is, like, is wait it... i'm not done my thought mr uh, yeah, interrupter well, you to toe tapping okay, go. oh god monologue mr over Ugh. there. okay what i was saying is with children they come at social media and the goal is likes and follows and views and all of that which is of course hugely important to all creators when someone says to me like they don't care about that stuff i get what they're saying but we do care otherwise we wouldn't be doing it right But there's also the side of it that's like, well, what is your intention? What is your goal? You're making an impact. You're also like paying bills because we have to pay bills in order to function and be part of society. And that part of our work is equally as important. And I love uh, seeing other people, other creators find that balance of staying true to themselves, creating a really great message and a wonderful community and also teaming up with brands making that coin. Like I love seeing that side of people um, and success that comes from that because it is multi-layered what is happening here. It's not just a hobby. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's important like with the Gigi sisters, you know, they're kind of like, they're very clear that they're providing entertainment. They're doing stuff online Um, but it's, it's very apparent that they are running a business, that this is, you know, uh, they're providing a service and taking cash for it. And, and it's a good model to look at their channel because uh, like, I think you were alluding to maybe is that people get into social media. Maybe they don't have the idea that, okay, I'm going to get a couple contracts and do that type of stuff. But later on they do, but then they're very embarrassed when they're, sitting at the computer for 10 hours a day minimum Mm -hmm. and they get you know a 500 or whatever 100 dollar contract and they're like you know all embarrassed to to you know i feel like such a sellout because i did that commercial stuff really why you did you had a great product you uh you endorsed it You got paid for it, and it paid for your computer and keep the power on and people to follow you in your regular vlogs. So there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's just that if you're going to go into social media with the mindset that the money's just going to fall from the sky because you're showing, you know, people how you diy you know, this, or you cleaned your fridge or, you know, did a con mari video or something like that, you have to expect that at a certain point in time you'll be paid and you have to later on kind of make it part of your routine where you're watching like, you know, how much you're doing. Otherwise, you won't be doing it for very long because you'll have to walk down the street to the, you know.
0: Yeah, it's naive to, to the think pharmacy or hardware store. You require store or, money to function and eat and pay for your kids and all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and like in the spirit of like a Patreon type thing, you know. That's I, I always wonder why more creators don't have a Patreon account because, you know, so it's a dollar or two dollars or whatever you're giving this person a month. You know, you have a few hundred people doing that that watch you mm-hmm. and it's like, what's it, you know, what's a couple of dollars to them for entertainment and to feel connected to somebody? Mm-hmm. So long as you're not like, your whole purpose on there is not to just like, you know, blow up water balloons and... <laughs> Pull you know, pranks. gotta Your thong, which I sometimes <laughs> do, but
0: oh yeah, I just don't record those days as yeah, often. No, You don't want those, no. and I
2: make my own thongs <laughs> out oh, <God. laughs> of bike inner tubes. You just wear your <laughs>
0: you wear your gitch just long enough they fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's
2: called it's like the twenty year old gitch thong, but it's like a reverse thong. The leg parts <laughs> stay out, but the ass completely goes away, and you are like. Oh, oh God! that's disgusting you know what the funny thing is every it's once accurate? in a while I'm going to segue a little bit because okay, I just thought of a funny thing <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that at a certain point in time like you know what people say you know uh, you got to maintain your sanity in this world like and you know, there's a couple ways to do it you know every once in a while look around your surroundings da-da-da-da-da. that is very very true because I don't know after how many years and I've had shorts with holes in the crotch for they've been uh, like they've been around probably they last about three years before they just completely disintegrate. <laughs> and you're where you're, you're putting them on. I put them on and gone to work. I put them on and flown across the Pacific Ocean. Well these this one's my balls are kind of hanging off the side <laughs> of these things, but oh I mean they're good enough. The pants hold everything in. But at what point in time do you kind of just go all right dude there's your inner self going dude you got holes in your in your gitch and don't worry
0: your wife throws them out when she's doing the laundry that's what's happening to them yeah i'm keeping you you know just presentable we are giving you guys a little update here but our basement renovation is like what 90 percent done
2: well we don't have the whole basement we just we just made you a gym right and me a gym if I decide to go
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's really it's like a lot of commitment you'd walk down five stairs well you know
2: what's a pain in the bum is uh
0: you can't get any um it's hard to get you can't
2: walk into a Mm. a hardware store and buy the things you need you got to like order it online and is this really what I wanted and you show up it's just oh it's misery and the prices are just like through the roof on anything to build anything
0: but you did you were very resourceful like
2: well I ripped out that wall and I saved <laughs>
0: yeah the drywall
2: uh, no I didn't save the dry I saved some of the drywall and then I saved those two by fours yeah so I've got those and then I've got the two by fours from down and uh, everybody's like yeah Dean that's real nice but anyway lumber
0: and I, all of that is super I expensive have, it's really Canada expensive and so you can save everywhere. what you can yeah and uh, well and coming back to what you were saying like yeah. I'm so frustrated by the whole, like, I want to decorate, but decorating is not my forte. I want to see things before I buy them. Oh, and me too. It's like, the same way. God, this is so frustrating. Like, I, I, I kind of have an idea for a TV idea. I want to get a big plant in there. We're going to put the mirrors up. But when it comes to, like, I don't know, the pegboard thing we have an idea for. And, you know, maybe I want to get a fan in the corner of the room. I don't know. But it's just, it's really... A little bit frustrating. Like, you know, I just bought Jack a bunch of clothes because he's gone through a big growth spurt. And I know one pair of the shorts he's not going to like. So now I have to go through this whole return process. And it is just, I get that it's, this is like major first world problems. <laughs> I was but, just going to say, it's just but like, like what and we're eating. That's right. But good. like, yeah. I was even thinking, you know, this is the time of year I go do a bunch of thrift shopping for <sighs> summer clothes and right. all sorts of things. And now I got to fa- pay full price for, children to run around in shorts like it's really i mean it gets a little bit pricey and then and
2: the shipping the shipping just it depends how if you're getting the shipping for free or whatever yeah but it's just anyway i think what we're getting at with this whole thing because we segued pretty far from
0: we're allowed to oh we are okay
2: hey listen this one time (laughs) (laughs) no but what i'm saying is that i think that um you know we had a little bit of good news that you know, Canada looks like it's on the track to reversing and things to get better. And you, I've had a Moderna shot. And you had a Pfizer shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not going to talk about that. I don't know really what's going on. And I have a lot of opinions about it. But listen, it's going to get me back to work. So yeah. eventually, which is good. Um, but you get into that point where you just... You want to welcome the spring with certain rituals, you know, Mm -hmm. after such a hard, long winter. And I don't like it was very hard that winter uh, for everybody. Um, But now you want to like spring clean. Yeah. And hey, let's paint this bedroom. Let's do this. Let's like we ripped out that nasty ass carpet we have in the basement in that bedroom to make it into uh, the gym. I took it to the dump. It was gross, and mm-hmm. it was so nice to get rid of that. My point being is that number one, it's really expensive to to do any little renovations, Not, and number two, you are just like, I mean, you kind of just like feel a little bit like you can't per, you can't proceed far, you know, mm-hmm. you can't go ahead because money's a little tight, and you know, you want a life back, mm-hmm. you want you want to flourish, you want to. Pro- prosper yeah not just exist and and your mind's doing that thing to you now and the fact that you can't like buy things for your own home
0: which is where we're and I think the whole reason like I'm not usually one to talk about like I need to buy a plant like this is important but We are in our home so much. You want to like freshen it up. You're right for like spring. You know, I got Esme, you know, sitting around trying to be her cute little fashionable tween self, and I want to take her thrift shopping so that she can have some fun and you know not spend too much money. And I have a bunch of stuff to donate. It's just like the list is never ending, and it's like you said, you're just waiting. I'm like, can can we go do this now? Can I just put a mask on and go do what I need to do? But. I, I don't know. Apparently lockdown's coming to an end on June 2nd or something, but I don't know.
2: I don't know. It's... It is like the worst um, information coming from the government for, you know, all this stuff. is like, know. how many lockdowns do... are You know, is anyone ab- abiding by them? How much of a difference is it actually making?
0: Right. And this is obviously a conversation for another day, but yeah. it's just... It's hard to know when... Because nothing is finite, nothing is co- concrete, a decision is kind of wishy-washy, so you can't even get excited for something that you don't know when it's going to happen. Right. Right? You just keep waiting and just waiting. Just keep waiting and waiting. So, yeah. Anyways.
2: Yeah, we go. We got to talking about some heavy stuff there.
0: Well, it is it is what it is, right? So. Yeah. It's life. Life. Well, I uh, appreciate you guys being here, listening to the show. And... We appreciate
2: you, and I also appreciate you, Amanda.
0: Oh, vice versa thanks for finishing that workout room reno woohoo
2: why didn't I finish it
0: just about done it's awesome okay all right guys thanks for being <laughs> here and uh, we'll catch you next week with a brand new episode bye bye Frendo podcast is produced and hosted by me Amanda Muse music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne performed and produced by MP real glow if you'd like to help support the growth of Frendo podcast you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at HelloFrendo.com. Find us on Instagram at ShopHelloFrendo. And thank you for listening. And remember, be your own bird.